It's been rough and rocky traveling, but I'm finally standing upright on the ground. After taking several readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. I guess Nashville was the roughest, but I know I've said the same about them all. We received our education in the cities of the nation, me and Paul. All right, I, I guess it's recording now. John. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Pretty good, man. I am naked. You're naked? I'm naked. That's perfect, John. You know why? Because you, butt fuzz is naked? No, because I was, pref- I, I was pref- uh, mm, prepared to be, uh, be kind of grossed, grossed and weirded out. Good. At the same time. So n- nicely done. I do what I can. Nicely done. John, can I say yes. something? You may. We've been missed. We, we have been missed. You know, we've and Paul, can I say something? Yeah. A lot of our listeners don't know why we've been off the air for so long. And what it was was, of course, Paul wanted to fire me, and he was having those auditions for... Um, yeah, right, did people... anyone call in? No. Damn it. So you guys are stuck with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, this is a new show. Uh, John's moved, so you're in your new location, aren't you, John? I am. I'm here in um, sunny Sunnydale, California. Uh, John, please. You're in Canada. We all know this. I'm in British Columbia, Old B.C. Joke. Old joke. No, you're in, um, you're in uh, Washington, D.C., right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, we're going to be working for um, the Agent of Change. Yes, that Mr. Is, um, Mr. Obama. Mr. President Barack Obama. Yep. Um, which is exciting. He's already doing lots of stuff. I don't know if you saw, he he actually, he closed Guantan- Guantanamo. He did. And, uh, yeah, no, they're going to open uh, Disney World Guantanamo because, you know, they still have a little stuff there. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to do better than Euro Disney, which they weren't ready for. They could do this whole like revamping of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you know, but like but it's the prisoners, terrorists. the terrorist of the Cuba ride. Ter- hmm. We'll work on the name. We'll anyway, work on it. Um, so I thought uh, it would be great to do a, a show finally and post it. Because um, we are agents of change. Well, we're not. Oh. But we've talked a lot about, um, you change. know, off air, offline, as they say. As annoying yeah. people say, uh, we talked about uh, you know really trying to come up with making the show a little less boring, annoying, and um, uh, a little more able to listen to. Right, listen, listen toable. Listen tunable. Yep, it's the buzz phrase. Was that what it was? And uh-huh. um, so I know that you've been working hard on several topics and things to talk about. So I'm just going to let you do it. Well, my first topic... God, I'm um, bored already. Why don't we talk about oh. the chimp? Uh, what chimp? B- big news. Apparently, and I don't, I don't know because I can't read, but uh, there has been a chimpanzee running around tearing people's faces off. Have you heard this? No, no Paul. No, this is true. Uh, I don't know exactly where it happened, but so um, just because we're not a news source, we don't have to give... Any details? Um, there's this, there's this chimp, right? That was living with this lady, and it was just weird. Like they were, 
living together. Oh, intimately? Possibly. I don't know if candles were involved. But um, so one day the chimp gets freaked out, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, oh, butterscotch, I'm pissed. And uh, starts freaking out. So this lady who um, had happened to dye her hair calls her friend and says, hey, uh, hey, Carl, I need you to come over. The chimp's pissed. And uh, her friend Carl, apparently not too bright, says, yeah, I'll be, I'll be right over. You know what? Uh, I'll pick up a gu- some gummy bears on the way. Uh, that usually calms the chimp right down. All right. Mr. We'll just call him Mr. Schnickles. So uh, she, he, this, this friend comes over uh, uh, with the gummy bears, and the chimp, not having it, just starts beating the bejesus out of the poor guy. That's rude. Um, at, you know, he's like, Schnickles, here's the gummy bears. Ah, I regret nothing. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, th- this lady, she runs to the, uh, she runs to the kitchen, gets a knife, and starts stabbing the chimp. Right? Here's the go? thing, John. A yeah. chimp cannot be killed by man-made weapons. Okay. You have to you have to cut the head off, right? <laughs> it's like, the chimp. This is funny, and a lot of people didn't see this episode. But when Highlander went to TV episodes, it was all chimps. I'm just saying, without Sean Connery, they just put chimps in the episodes. Moving on. That was that was a that was a reach, wasn't it? No, uh, that's fascinating. So, the, but the, so the, the best part of this whole story. I mean, and it's not funny. Somebody lost their face. Okay. Right. Okay, John, someone lost their face. That's not cool. No. Best part of the story, though, is, um, uh, and Kate and I heard this on the news, and I'm sorry, but I wish I could find this audio clip because it's not, it's not funny, but man, it's hard not to laugh at. This lady calls up the 911, the 911, and uh, she's screaming on the line, oh my God, my, my chimp is, my chimp is, She's 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 mad. She's she's attacking my friend. And they're like, "Oh, what happened?" And she's like, "Well, I stabbed it in the chest, and that just seemed to make it matter." I don't know. Wow. I'm not a vet, John, and I'm not a smart man either. But my guess would be, if you stab anything in the chest, it's not going to make it happier to see you. So this so this raises an important an important question, Paul. If Buttfuzz were to go crazy because right. she didn't like the kibble you fed her right. and started tearing people's faces off, what weapon of choice would you go for? John, I always go for, um, go for the sleeper headlock. I don't, ever, I don't use weapons. You know? My body's a weapon. Right. You know? I don't need, I don't need weapons. Okay? Buttfuzz doesn't have a weapon. She has her cunning intellect. Anyway, so this chimp, right... Rips this guy's face off. The cops finally get there, right? This, I mean, talk about a rampage, right? So the chimp goes outside. The cops are out there like, you know, give yourself up. The, ki- the chimp just goes up to the cop car, opens the door, gets inside, and starts beating the shit out of the cop, right? So the cops are shooting it. They shot it eight times. It went back inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's the unkillable. It's the unkillable so, animal. Little so did you got, know a chimp um, can can live forever. So it's now got it's got eight bullets in it. It has a, a knife sticking out of its chest. Chest, yes. And, and it says, it, "I want those fucking gummy bears." I'm going back inside. It went inside, got the gummy bears, played battleship, and sunk your battleship. It was what? it was ridiculous. I don't know. It wow. was ridiculous. Uh, no, I guess finally the chimp did die after um, 
I think they, they, they shot it 11 more times. Um, they set it on fire. They dropped a nuke on him. Um, they in, injected him with several poisons. I mean, it's... And then, and then apparently, to finish him off, I understand they crashed a plane into his house. They did. They did. Killing 57 commuters. The only way which to is, get down, though. Which is my topic that I want to talk about, so let's move on. Right. Can, I just, can I just say one more thing about the chat? You may. You may. Can I? Yeah, you, yes. Why are we sending 18-year-old guys over to uh, war when we could just send an army of unkillable chimps? Moving. Because they would rise up and attack us. No, no. Just piss no. them off. All right. You're going to talk about the plane crash, John? That's I, kind of well, a downer, no, this, man. I know. I, I'm downer Danny. Um, Paul, you fly. Right, you're not afraid of flying. Uh, I'm afraid of flying. I don't fly often because I um, I can't be away from a computer for too long, or my heart stops. That's <laughs> true. If I don't um, have the warm glow of a computer screen and a model turning around in front of it, uh, my heart just my heart just stops. What's left of it, anyhow? So, are you uh, are you afraid of flying? Are you an okay flyer? Yeah, I'm okay. Cause you know what? Here's the thing with me. I, I figure if if it's going down, it's going down. I mean, what am I gonna do? Right. No, no. And I agree. Um, The thing is, you live in New York and all of the plane crashes in this country in the past two years have occurred in your city and your point state. I don't know, man. I don't know. You tell me. Well, uh, stronger gravity. I don't know. I I don't. Is this a question? I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, I thought so. Bubbles. Nice. (laughs) High five. (laughs) That was a chimp joke, wasn't it? I don't know what that was. Here's the thing. Now, were you able to pack the jar and move it, or was it so heavy with quarters uh, that you couldn't even move the dome jar to your new location? Paul, um, that's, you know, that's privileged information. To who? (laughs) (laughs) To who? The answer answer is my mother's foundation was reinforced so that I could install the don't, don't jar right here with me. Yeah, they had that. They had 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 to report the foundation. And I guess people don't know, not only am I in now, me and Paul uh, Studios here in, I'm sorry, Deport 7 Studios right. here in, uh, in the District of Columbia, but I'm in my mother's basement. Wow. That's where I live now. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. how, and I try not to imagine any, anywhere you're at, but I imagine if you're in your mother's basement, and I don't know why, because you don't even do this, I just imagine, I imagine you like just surrounded by boxes full of comic books. But not even good comic books, if there are good comic books. But just like uh, like Archie, uh, Archie comic books. And it's like, not Archie uh, comic books. It's like it's like a propaganda comic books from like the '60s. So it'll wow. be it, it's like a comic book from like you know from hell? John from John Deere talking about how cool their new tractors are. Clink 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 clink. Yeah, that didn't even make sense. Oh, I see you're getting you're getting better with the move. <laughs> Uh, so were, were there any hitches, John? John, was there any funny stories on the move? Did you did you get uh, did you get beat up in a truck stop bathroom or anything? I mean, no funny stories on the move. But I will say yesterday uh, because I don't want to talk about the move. Why don't you want to talk about the move? Because it's it's I you know I put stuff in boxes. I put boxes on a truck. I drove the truck. I took stuff out of the truck and then took stuff out of the boxes. Dude, it's okay to say nothing happened on the move, Paul. Nothing happened on the move. Well, Paul. when you say I don't want to talk about it, it oh, like let's got move on. So anyhow, okay. yesterday after work. Uh, I, I walked past Barry's house, Barry Obama, walked past his house. Who? and um, Barry? 
Yeah, that's what he, that's what he used to go by when he was little, when he was a kid, Barry. Okay. Yeah. So I walked past the Obama home, and because of that, I was a little bit later getting to the bus that I take to get home. And uh, and I got on the bus. I watched a guy for twenty minutes pick his nose and eat. <laughs> no way. How old was he? Um, uh, 60, 65. Oh, wow. All right. Well, so he's been around. He doesn't care. I, I guess not. And what? At, I guess at what age is it acceptable to do that? No, never. None. None. I don't know. And he clearly had, you know, it's funny though. He clearly had this routine that he'd worked out decades, decades long, decades old routine, where he would try to like cover up what he was doing. Right. Um. No. He's a professional. No. no. Uh, you should have asked him if they were a uh, uh, sour apple. Mm. Are they are they sour apple flavored? And then just keep walking and and hope that he didn't hear you. <laughs> Walk. I was on the bus, Paul. Where oh. I walked. I'm sorry. You're right. Are you not listening to any I of that? I don't listen to anything you say because I find it most of the time that my brain shuts off anyway if I try. So I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Paul, I'll tell you what we have. We've done three topics. We did chimps. Yeah. We did plane crashes. Uh, we did good. old men who eat boogers. Yeah. I think we got to end it here. Oh, it's it's just been it's just been thirteen minutes. I know, man. We I actually, do, I, oh, we're not even doing a twenty minute show anymore. What we can do? Okay, we can do twenty minutes. What do you have anything guess, else to talk about? No. Oh well, I guess we're not going to do twenty minutes. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I feel like there was some more news this week, but I guess not. Oh, Paul. Was there not any more news? Probably. <laughs> what, no, uh, real quick, and maybe our listeners don't care, but why would they care about anything we talk about? Um, have you started your job yet? Yeah. How's it going? Well, that's why I was walking past the White House. My my office is like a block or two up, so no I just kidding. took a long way. Yeah. So how's the job? I mean, can can you talk about it? Or you, is it I can. Topic? Yeah, I can. I can talk about it's it. I, uh, stuff. I mean, remember, it's probably boring to most of us. So just give us no. A I, it's not top secret. I'm actually uh, in one of the few offices in the Department of Veterans Affairs that does not require any sort of security clearance at all. <laughs> oh, um, so the vets can just get pissed and beat the shit out of you without without having to sneak in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, no, it's, you know, it's good. For those of you who don't know, I'm working at the Department of Veterans Affairs in the Bureau of Veterans Appeals. So I know. What do you do? Exactly. Um, I, uh, so here's, here's I'll, I'll try to make this quick and painless. Um, vet goes to Iraq or uh, Afghanistan. We'll say Afghanistan. But no, better than that. Vet goes to Vietnam, right? And uh, and U.S. Army is like, hey, we've got these buckets of stuff. What do you call it? I don't know. Let's call it Agent Orange. Hey, better idea. Let's pour it on people. Awesome. Do it. So Agent Orange, right, gets poured on people. Right. Ten years later, 20 years later, 30 or whatever, they're all like, oh, no. Now I've got uh, uh, diabetes and, and, you know, like a third arm and I can't see. So the vet applies to, you know, and we, and we've told them as the U S government, look, you're going off to war. 90% of you are going to die because we do stupid shit. Um, but on the off chance that you survive, when you come back home, we'll try to make it okay. Uh, So the vet comes back and they apply to their local, uh, VA and say, hey, you know, I'm sick, whatever, you guys fix it. And the local VA is like, mm, no. So then the vet can apply, can appeal up to us in Washington. And I work in the, the, the Board of Veterans Appeals and I 
you know, I, I review claims and I write what amount to judicial decisions telling telling the regional offices where they screwed up because typically they screwed up. Wow. John, that sounds, it sounds like in many cases, and that was like a 20-minute description, uh, it sounds like in many cases that would be really depressing. No, it's not depressing. And, and it's not that the regional offices screw up, I should say, but there's just there's little like procedural ticks that get overlooked. And really what our office is there to do is to make sure that vets who deserve stuff are getting the stuff they deserve. Now, you know, sometimes vets shouldn't be getting what they got and what they deserve is that what you were gonna say no no that's what you were gonna say though i was gonna say so we fix those things too but mostly we're you know people appeal to us when they think that something went wrong and we we make it right okay okay wow that john that sounds intense yeah uh when people ask me to describe my job it's usually in a full second <laughs> I am the angry one in my office. I, well, there's not. Yeah. I don't influence that many people, so I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I make computer models. Well, I don't. You know, and I wish that I had a more concise way of being like, yeah, you know, I do the thing with. The I stuff. think you could. I think if you spend some time thinking about it, you could. You could cut that in half. Well, I've already cut it down from what it was. What was it? Was it an hour and a half explanation before? Yes. Wow. I work, you know, when I first started, uh, I had a 20-minute explanation, and now I've gotten it down to five seconds. Because honestly, I don't, I don't really like to, and I, you know, I, I asked you, and so I was interested. But, you know, a lot of people, when they ask you, you know, so what do you do? Uh, they, they, don't, really don't, they don't care. This is small talk. They need you to get done talking so they can say something about themselves. Right, and if I could just interrupt you for a minute because I want to talk. Normally, when people ask, I just say I'm an, I'm an attorney with the Department of Veterans Affairs, and I, you know, oh, leave it see, at that. Oh, that's perfect. But then don't they always do that the kind of thing where you know, like you're, you're at you're at a dinner party, which is like, what really? People invite you to dinner parties, um, and someone says, "Oh, well, what do you do?" And you're, oh, I'm a Department of Affairs, blah blah blah. And they act for a minute like they're going to ask you to explain further, and then they just go, "Oh, well, I'm a dental hygienist, and let me tell you this story about this time this guy tried to swallow my finger, not in a weird sex way. No, just you know, we were in uh, just just in a horribly boring kind of way that I don't want to listen. And just not, he didn't even have all his teeth, and he just kept gnawing on my. Oh, uh, so anyhow, I'm gonna go grab some uh, water what? chestnuts. Oh, oh, you don't want to hear the story about? No, it's. No. I want to. You know what? I will be back John, later. It's just that I love I teeth. I love teeth. John, I have a passion it's for very dentistry. Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. I have a passion for dentistry that cannot be denied. I would love to share that. with. Where are you going? That's pretty much how things go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've now stretched this to 18 minutes, so I think uh, I can let you go. What are your plans for today, John? I am going to the uh, Museum of American History, which was recently redone, and I haven't been there since I was about 10, so I'm looking forward to it. You go to it's, museums? It's, 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 what? I don't, I've never been to a museum. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's a good one, though, and I want to take you and Kate when y'all come down here to... Uh, well, that'll Canada. be new for me, because I've never been to a museum. Okay. Don't uh, last last thing, uh, are you going to ask me what I'm doing today? <sighs> I don't care. Okay, well, that's but, probably right. What are you doing, Paul? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to work on the... Uh, the, uh, the All right, so I'm going to go over here. There looks right, yeah. good eye on this back table. Okay, okay. Very nicely done. Well, listen, uh, thanks for doing another Me and Paul show. Uh, I guess we'll um, we'll do it again sometime. I guess Great. Thanks, bye, Paul. Yeah, bye. But I know I've said the same about them all.
We received our education in the cities of the nation, me and Paul. Almost busted in Laredo. It's kind of like an old friend back from the war, really, isn't it? I mean, when me and Paul leaves you for that long, it really puts a hole in your heart, and I understand. And at the same time, I apologize for back. Um, John's closer to home base, which always makes for a better show. And I've started recording, so I think quality could go up or down either way. But thanks for listening, and we hope to put out more shows soon. And, of course, you can always call in at the number, 419-830-0482. And, hey, I might set up my own number so that you can call in without having to call John because it's creepy, but I haven't done that yet. So uh, enjoy your enjoy your uh, your week and watch out for chimps. Can't wait till the next show. <laughs>